y'all. It's Brianna. And it's Dewey. And welcome to Am I Grown Yet? Hey, so we want to give a special shout out to our guest that was here last week, Jelani and Jamez. I hope our listeners enjoyed it. It was really fun I to record. Um, I didn't remember the things that I said until I listened <laughs> to it myself when I was like, okay, sis, well. You shared your tea. Um, <laughs> and don't forget to find us on SoundCloud, the Apple Podcast app, and Google Play. And please subscribe on them once you pick one that you like. So. We're going to get into our game because you already know how that goes. Okay. So this is going to be, we're going to take it back. Yes. We kind of took it back last week, but we're going to really take it back. So we're going to do references, 90s and 2000s. So it'll be like, guess the place, the movie, the song, the sitcom, whatever. Okay. I'm going to go first. This was a digital, like, player, I guess you can say. It was portable. It had CDs, um, but it came with a little screen. So, like, when it first started, it was black and white, but then they kind of evolved, and it had color. All the kids had it, and you could watch your favorite episodes <laughs> on it. Um, I know what you're talking about. I, I can see it. You see it? Because the CDs, they weren't big CDs. No, nah, they were small. Small ones. Um... It was kind of like hit like, clips, but it was digital. Oh, I was thinking hit clips. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, and then they had like kids shows, like yeah, music shows. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's called Video Now. Yes, yeah, yeah, Video yeah, yeah. Now. Okay, yeah, I remember that. I just can't remember the names. Well, there were so many things that came out around that time that was it like. Was. Like, like the hit clips, yeah. Video Now. I can't think of the other one, but that's another one in my head. There's a but, lot of them. I yeah. didn't have any of them. I, I did. I had all the games and the devices. I think I, my cousins had it, so I would play with theirs. But I don't think I actually wanted one. I think I was still more. <laughs> I was still more into Barbies and brats and stuff. So it wasn't really that. I was grown. So <laughs> of course you were. Okay. Um. So okay, it's a show, and it's four kids. They would skateboard. They would surf. Um. One of their parents owned like shore shack or something like that and they were like wiggly 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 with their hands so I was like, <laughs> that's their like hold, my head. hold on hold on wiggly 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 oh dang i know what you're talking about i just can't that's all i remember you know, i'm about to say that's more of a description i think me. one of the girls had like purple hair and then like oh the main character he had like a twist out like a headband twist out and a headband I don't know. I know it, but I don't know it. What is it? I want to say they're Hawaiian. Really Hawaiian. Um, Rocket Power. Rocket Power. That's what it yeah. was. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, it was in my head, but I couldn't. That's it. cool. The next one is, so <laughs> this was a popular show back in the day. Okay. This little dude was probably the reason why I thought I was grown at six. And he always had the answers. Um, he was clever. He stayed out. I mean, he stayed in trouble, though. Um, and he actually skipped grades and was thrown in high school at like 12. I'm pretty sure. I don't know his age exactly. But... Wait, what? <laughs> you said he skipped high school. No, I said he skipped a couple grades and then was Oh, thrown smart in high guy? School. Yeah. Well, oh. They said I was easy. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm like, I thought you're. I don't know what I thought. Never mind, sorry. No, nah, that was easy, man. That okay. was good. Okay, so it's a game and it was like on the cell phone and like this creature will like eat stuff like you would guide it to like eat this like i don't know what it was eating actually it would eat stuff it was on like the nokia phone and it was like ah uh, i know what you're talking about i know what you're talking about um i don't want to tell you because what the creature yeah, was I, that's, that's, i know what you're talking about though it was like eat the little oh, the dots yeah like a you, yeah 
I actually mm-hmm. revamped it like a couple years ago. Not the same though, but it's like similar. Uh, I don't know the name, so we're out. Oh, <laughs> like, it's, it's called Snake. Snake. Yes. Snake. Wasn't it on computer too for a minute? Did it? I, I don't know. It was a version on the computer too. Oh, uh, my sure. older cousin had a Nokia, so. No, that was I'll the take game. Her phone. Do you remember back in the day, like we only had like three games to choose from on our phones? That's why I knew it was Snake. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, Snake was a movie. So this one, my last one, you probably thought she was a chef. This was a toy. They kind of had a moderation for boys. Um, I had like the Chuck E. Cheese one. So like I always made stuff out of it. Um, don't say it right now because I, I feel like it's in your oh, I feel okay. like I can see no, it in your eyes. No, let, me, let me describe some more. So you thought she was a chef. Um, they had like the little pre, pre-made, like, I guess, ingredients and stuff at the store. You can get it. Okay, just go ahead and say it because you know. Was it nasty though? Like the food was gross? Hey, my pieces used to bang on the Chuck E. Cheese one. Oh, well, wait. I'm thinking of the Easy Bake Oven. It is the Easy Bake Oven. But oh, there was like the Chuck E. Cheese one? Yeah. All I have like the nasty. Well, I, I, I got it from Chuck E. Cheese. I got one. Like, oh. I got like all these tickets. Yeah. Well, my my it was pieces used nasty. to go crazy. Mine were gross. Like, that's, but you thought she was a chef, though, right? Like, mommy, try this. Well, like, my mom got tired of, like, doing it with me because I wasn't following directions. <laughs> so she was over it. You wanted to do it your way? Yeah, it was a dub. Okay, so I don't know. It's it's a toy, I guess. So you can, like, draw on it or, like, write on it, and you'll, like, twist it, and then, like, you'll shake it, and then it disappears, and then you start over. Was it? Did you use the little things at the bottom? The yeah. little knobs to turn it? Yeah, it was called? It was called a, uh, I know none of these names. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. They have a McDonald's, too, sometimes, like in the kids. What is like, it called? Um, you picked all the ones I don't know, no names, too. I know exactly what it is, though. Mine's just red. <laughs> I think they're all red. <laughs> um, for sure. You just shake it. Um, what is it called, bro? Etch a sketch. <laughs> yes, the Oh, my God. So. I know nothing. Clearly. I mean, nah, I knew what you, you were talking about. You were too grown. You wanted, like, the grown stuff. Way I was trying to play with grown. toys. What yeah. were you playing with? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to move on. <laughs> Yo, now it's time for Come Sit on Our Couch. Come Sit on Our Couch. Come Sit on Our Couch. All right, so we're taking it back like we did in the game for Come Sit on Our Couch today. We're going to talk about our childhood. We're going to dwindle. We're going to close our eyes and go back to the pigtails, the, <laughs> the fishbowl cut. <laughs> um, who had a fishbowl cut? Well, I mean, I had a fade, but they used to call it a fishbowl, right? They call it the fades a fishbowl? I swear it was a fade. I mean, I swear it was called a fishbowl. I mean, I, I didn't call it that. I wouldn't but, know, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay. Anyways, back to the fades, the ballies. What else did you say? The well, pigtails and all that barrettes. stuff. Barrettes. Yeah. Did you cry when you got your hair done? All the time? Yes. Was you one of those little girls? I'm definitely tender-headed. I'm still tender-headed. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Like, I know that natural hair is, like, in now, but, like, back in the day, like... You couldn't take it. My mom had no patience for it, like... So she didn't care how she was combing my hair. It was she just... Snatched just snatched it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So my first question to you, Miss Brianna, is how do you view your childhood? Like, is like you have a negative perception, a positive perception? Like, how do you view it when you look back on it? Mm, like, what ages are we looking at? Let's go like, mm, I guess we can go six. When we start really, really remembering stuff. 
<laughs> like six, uh, six and up, maybe okay. five for real. I think I remember my my first birthday. I remember yeah. kindergarten sitting on a on the rug. Do you? Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing I remember is sitting on the rug. Okay, so I, like six to what? Um, high school. High school. Yeah. Let's. Explain I would it. say it sucked then if we were like that lifespan. Yeah. Of like six to like high school. Yeah. I I would say it sucked. Um. Why you look like that? I'm like, dang, <laughs> that's a lot of years. I know, but to be fair, I can't really remember. I mean, I can remember stuff that happened when I was younger, but I feel like as a whole, it kind of just sucked. I feel like there's like always something happening or me not being comfortable with like who I was. It was a lot. Yeah. And so then I'm the only child. So, I mean, I just stopped lying. <laughs> That's why I looked at you like, wait. Ah, now nah, I have like a brother, brothers and sisters. I guess you can say, sure. Um, dad side. Yeah, my dad side. Yeah. Um, so, but I was the only child at home with my parents, so I felt as if a lot of things that I was going through, I was going through them alone. I wasn't a big talker, surprisingly. Probably can't tell. Very surprising. Okay tried me um yeah i wasn't a big talker so i, I held a lot of things and my mom she was like super strict and that didn't make it like a terrible child it wasn't terrible but right. it was just a lot like i couldn't keep up with what was going on you couldn't do a lot though you said your mom was like super strict actually you couldn't do anything i couldn't do anything <laughs> like the only people that i was sometimes allowed to hang out with was um some girls i grew up with like before we even like went to elementary school or whatever. But even then, since like her mom was not like Jackie, like she was more like free spirited, whatever. So my mom didn't completely like trust it. Right. And I'm like, girl, like I grew up with them. You know them. Like, you know their grandma, her mom, like you know, the whole family. So I'm like, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> so like kids at school, I mean, granted, I wasn't getting invited anywhere by them. You know, you didn't get a lot of... No, it's okay. It's fine. No, it's fine. Um, so I couldn't see them outside of school either. So I was out with my mom all the time, really. So. I, it was different for me. Like, my mom, well, my mom wasn't really strict. My grandma was. Yeah. So it was like a different type of strict. It was like a, it was like I never wanted to make her upset. Actually, I didn't want to make anybody upset. That's but, very surprising. Wow. Don't, don't try it. Okay. You know, I didn't want nobody mad at me. So I think... I would say my mom was like, oh, I would say my mom was not strict. My grandma was, and I could do what I wanted for real. Okay, well, see, not over here. And on top of all that, my, with my mom being strict, my dad, see, my mom was like the hey, honcho, like the HBIC. So my mom was too. Yeah, so. I would try to do something, she would say no, and then I'll ask my dad, and he'd be like, ask your mom. And I'm like, but you're also a parent. That always confused me as a child. I'm like, why? I mean, I understand sort of now the union of like being like parents and like you guys deciding things together, right. but my dad could not make a decision to save his life, bruh. And that, that always irritated me. I'm like, why do you let her control everything? Like, we have to get out of here. Like. We got to break free. Like, even, like, one year. So, I couldn't celebrate Halloween because... Oh, yeah, she didn't do that? Um, no no. trick-or-treating? Honey, no. I went to... Uh, 
what was it called at church? I can't think. It was like basically trick or treating, but like in they the like church. scatter. I did that. They scattered the, the uh, treats and everything around. Yeah, the, you um, play like games or whatever, yeah. and you can wear a costume. So basically, to me, that was trick or treat. But whatever, that's fine. But yeah, my mom's like super like religious and everything. My dad, he was he was in the God, but you know, Jackie was more into it. So one year, my mom wasn't here on Halloween or something. So my dad let me and my neighbor go trick-or-treating together. He took us trick-or-treating. And I'm like, hey, we in there. Why did I get in trouble? Hold on. Oh. You got in trouble for being yes, able to go. Yes, because my dad took me trick-or-treating. <laughs> I'm like, what type of union is this? Like, what am I in? I'm confused. Like, I'm sure he got checked, too. But why am I getting punished? Like, I'm the kid. Yes, but you knew. He's my dad. Like, I'm just like, okay. He had no say at all. Clearly not, because <laughs> I got in trouble. And that just always confused me. So, I mean, there was good things about my childhood, but it was always like a, I didn't know who I wanted to be because I wanted to be like my mom. My mom was like, you know. A boss. Yeah, she was a boss. And I wanted to be a boss. But then my dad, he wasn't a boss. But my dad was so much. He was, but he wasn't. Don't say it like nah, that. Nah, he was. <laughs> He has all thing going on, but he was just so much more fun and like lighthearted. Like he looked stress free. My mom would check him. He would just look at her like he wasn't checking at all. Nice. I had a positive association with my childhood. Okay. Um, when I think back, I just got everything I wanted. <laughs> you know what? That's why I let you talk. <laughs> like I really did, cause I was a good kid though. So like I should have been rewarded. I was great, man. I was really great. Only thing I could say it was I had a bad, I had a smart mouth. Well, not I just still have a smart so, mouth. So wait, hold on. So you had a good childhood because you got everything you wanted. Yeah, I mean. Do you understand that I too got what I wanted? But that wasn't enough for me. <laughs> so. So what I mean when I got what everything I wanted, I feel like my family. So a lot of families might do it, but for me, with us, we I think they shadow a lot of issues. So me getting toys and stuff, I never really thought about all the issues that was going on inside the house. Like it was never it was never a thing. Like, okay, I got a new toy or I get I, I think I got Jordans like every week, every Friday we would go to the mall. Yeah. But since I was getting showered with gifts, it wasn't we never really figured out a lot of the issues that was going on as far as like with my stepdad or when things went wrong, I always knew that I was going to get something. I was like one of those really? kids with like gifts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my family definitely avoided issues. That's just black families though, like just pushing everything. To the, yeah, to, to the, the left, left, right. But I wasn't getting gifts. They were just pretending. Always getting gifts. I mean, I was getting stuff, but there wasn't overcompensating gifts for the issues we had. That's, that's interesting though. Yeah. I, that's really a thing though. Like honestly. Is it? <laughs> when I think back, all the stuff like, so, I feel like that's why I don't really voice a lot of opinions or like I don't really have much to say sometimes because when I was younger, there was really nothing to say. We didn't say anything. We didn't. I didn't argue. I mean, I argued with my mom and them, but there was really nothing to say. It was like, this is what you're going to do. And that's final. And when I did get in trouble, like if I got in trouble with my mom or got into it with my stepdad at the house, I always knew like my grandma would come through. She always wanted to make everything right. Uh, that was okay. the thing. So with the gifts and everything, it was always trying to make it right when she knew it wasn't right. Like when she knew every like 
when she knew stuff was wrong or in anybody when she knew if stuff was wrong it was like for her to make it right was to give me a gift or to do something to make me happy so was there anything negative about it negative for me would be the whole like step parent thing mm. that's something that i can really think of right now when, I'm, when i like look back one of my biggest struggles with my was my stepdad because i i just couldn't bro it was Why? just i don't know i think i was i was that kid that was like you're not my dad you can't tell me what to do and that's just how i ran things like and i we never connected at all it was like I'm about to go on a vent too. So. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 it's not. No, wait, I have a question before you vent about okay. that part. Yeah. Do you think that your mom gave you the chance to sort of connect with him? Like, do you think that was like a a point for her? I know I'm not saying it wasn't, but no, no, like, no. did you have the opportunity to really connect with him? No, I don't think there was a chance. And that, that might've been my fault too, because as a kid, you're like, only person I'm going to listen to is my dad. I have a dad, so right. I don't need you to be a dad. I didn't get that then as a kid, knowing that I was just kind of like, I have a dad. I don't care what you're saying. I don't care what you're talking about. But no, I don't think we got the chance to really connect. It was never, no, it was just kind of like, he's here. You know, meet him. This is my kids type thing. Yeah. It was never like a, like even when we did like kick it separately or be at the house by ourselves, it was never like we were just kicking. She probably didn't really know how. I mean, to- yeah, thinking back. And being that young, like you probably don't know how to bridge that gap with a five year old that don't that's not checking for the for the dude. Yeah, and you right? had your own dad too. Yeah. It's like your dad wasn't in your right. life. It would probably be easier if I didn't have yeah. a dad, like, oh, this is a father figure for me, but I already had one. So it was just kinda like, no. Nah. Sorry, bro. Whatever. So were there like any ever like any big arguments or like What? Give us some tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, one time I remember spitting in his Timberlands. What? I was so mad, bro. What well, because... type of move is that? <laughs> I'm going to spit in your tent. <laughs> How old were you? Bro, that might have been middle school, honestly. I was trying, because I think we was, I think we had got into it. When I got really mad, I would cry. I was that, I was that kid, like, you're so mad. dramatic. Just, you know, just cry, right? Yeah. Um, and I forgot what we were arguing about. We was in the house. I know he was in the living room, and he slapped me, bro. What like, did you do, though? I probably said something smart, but it was like a playing slap. It was kind of like a, it was kind of like a slap, and I took it very serious. Like it wasn't like a discipline slap. Okay. But anyways, he slapped me because he used to play too much. That was another thing. He played too much for me, just entirely too much. Like, bro, who was the kid here? And he slapped Mm. me, and I think I couldn't, I couldn't chase him, bro. It was something I couldn't catch him, and because I could not catch him, I went to the garage, and he's his favorite Tim's. He always has some weeks, fresh ones, always. And I spent in his Tim's, bro. And I felt like I accomplished so much. Did he know? Yeah, he did. He saw me spit in him. Yeah. So (laughs) I felt so great, bro. And yeah, that was the time. Oh, okay. So how is it now? Oh, it's cool now. I think it was very terrible in high school. And then it just got worse. It It just never went great. When we got to high school, it got very worse. It got really bad. And then um, actually when I got to college is when we actually talked about stuff. And I mean, it's still like, you're still getting together now, you know what I'm saying? Try, still trying to make it work, but it's better than it was for sure. And I think it was just the communication piece. And you already know I struggle with letting people in anyways, mm-hmm. especially if I don't mess with you. And it was kind of like we lived in the house, but I didn't mess with him at all. So I think me being being out the house and actually living on my own act, like in college, helped me develop that relationship better. 
So it's still progressing. It's still it's still there. I mean, you didn't have to really you didn't deal with step parents though at all, right? <laughs> no, I didn't. Your mom didn't bring like if she had a boo, you probably never met him. Oh, after my dad passed away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She had. How many she had? <laughs> no, she had a lot. Oh. Nah, nah. I'm trying to think. Oh, there was one person that I thought that was going to be like her boo for life. Okay. And I, too, wasn't checking for him. Right. But not because I didn't like him. No. Because, oh. We're different. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, so I was 14 when dad passed away. And then my mom met this guy when I was like 15 or close to 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was cool. I met him. I met his kids. Um, he didn't really try to have a relationship with me. Like, he didn't mind, like, being around me when he had to, but he wasn't really, like, trying to talk to me for real. And I didn't take it personal because I... You too was not Yeah, I wasn't tripping. So, I never really understood my mom and his relationship. And so, I didn't really care for it because they weren't investing in me. So, why would I care? Right. So, nah. But it wasn't really a step-parent, but I understand. But he was there for a while. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, at that time, I was older, too, so I didn't like her either. So, it was like, (laughs) I don't like her. I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like me. Like You just just, didn't like anything at that point. Yeah, I'm like, everybody getting on my nerves. It was just a lot. And then adjusting to, like, my dad not being there anymore. It was like a lot. I mean, that was probably an adjustment in itself, though. You would think. think. I was more so adjusting. I know. No, it was an adjustment, but I mean, it was more of an adjustment of trying to figure out what my mom and I were going to do, because I don't know if I told this part that my dad had cancer. Did I say that before? I don't know. Yes, my dad had cancer, so literally from sixth grade, like the very beginning of sixth grade, from sixth grade till the beginning of freshman year, me passed away, it was literally all about him. Oh, like taking care of him and stuff Yeah, so my mom was so invested into him. I mean- she took care of me too. We still had a relationship, but it was all about him. So yeah. when he passed away, my mom, they, she had stuff to do, but that was like really her life. So she was adjusting to that. I was all trying this to turn. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just sitting there like looking at her. That might have been my struggle. So your dad was sick and your mom was taking care of him. So she invested a lot of time into him. I felt like my mom invested a lot of time into my stepdad. And I was just like, what about me? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. any arguments, if we ever had arguments, I was always wrong. Which, I get it, because I have a smart mouth, but I was always wrong, and I felt like she oh, was never on my side. Yeah, so I'm saying, that might have been a that might have been an issue, too, because I might have not let him in, because I knew my mom just invested so much time in him. And it was just kind of like, well, she got time for you, so I definitely don't have no time for you. Oh. So it's probably like that. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think my thing was, is that I, I understood that he was sick and that he had cancer or whatever. And there was, like, times in between sixth and ninth grade where, because after his radiation, he healed or whatever. But right. he still wasn't back to himself yet. So that was also a weird time for me because he had changed so much. My dad was, like, a big guy. He was really big. And he lost, like, so much weight. Yeah. And then my mom was um, in grad school and stuff. So everyone kind of had their own thing going on. Then it was me. You just you just felt alone for real. I don't know if I felt alone. I maybe mean, I did. I was just there. Like I knew that there were still things that I had to keep doing, like keeping my grades up and stuff like that, and still being respectful 
but I don't think anyone was really paying attention to me. I wasn't like doing stuff to get attention because I knew better, but it was like <laughs> I needed something. I, I still don't know what it was, but I needed something from them that I was not getting and they didn't know I needed it. So so to this day, a lot of people say that I'm my grandma's favorite. You know, everybody says that, right? I don't think it's true. I'm to say you are, <laughs> but it's fine. So with the attention piece, I got a lot of attention from my grandma. Like my grandma was, that was my dog. Like yeah. We talked every night. We prayed on the phone every night. I was, so I was that kid. I was that kid. So I think I used to feel like, like when me and my mom talked, I think I spoke about this on the episode when we talked um, and we really like cried to each other and stuff like that. That moment I felt like she, re- I realized that she did pay attention to me. She just didn't know how to like, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She didn't know how to talk to me or connect with me because she thought that me and my, gra- my me and my grandma's connection was enough for me. But it was like, nah, you're my mom, you know, mm-hmm. we have a different relationship. So when we think, when I, when I think about like getting attention or being a kid that didn't have attention when you just said I think of my grandma. She was like, nah. Actually, she never gave me time to not have any attention. Like, yeah. it was never a time that I couldn't do nothing without her knowing. So, like, she was always on my back about everything, which brings me to a point. Who do you think, who or what was, like, one of your biggest influences growing up? I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess your mom, because you said she was, like, the HBC, but... Oh, besides her? Yeah. Um, Probably my cousin, Kiana. So, my family... We were definitely closer when I was growing up, yeah. but like the people that I call my family, family, because you have family, but I have like. Do you have fake cousins? I don't know. Jackie cousins. wasn't playing that. So. <laughs> don't understand. I, I was around fake people. Not, I had like some fake cousins, but yeah. like, not for real. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really close to Kiana. So she would like babysit me when I was younger um, because my family is in Cincinnati. So I'll go there every summer. And, um, Kiana and I are really similar, or maybe I'm similar to her because she older. <laughs> yeah, so she, um, well, she has siblings, but we just always connected because so her brother was like same age as me, well, a little bit older, but a year older. But um, I would always hang out with him, and I remember one time like it was him, like all his friends, and I had a crush on like one of his friends. And I had told Kiana about it, I think that day. And then I can't remember how my cousin's friend found out that I liked him. And we were all together and Kiana was there. And he was like, okay, well, I don't like dark-skinned girls. And I was sitting there like, first of all, I'm (laughs) (laughs) dark-skinned. It's me. It's me. And then secondly, like, my cousin, she just, like, stuck up for me like went in on him i mean she's like 10 years older than us i mean she checked him in a polite way but it's like she knew i mean it was mean for him to say but it was like she knew that that was something that hurt you yeah Yeah. i I just sat there like oh okay because i was like eight or nine or something so i'm like you know what to say (laughs) yeah i don't know what to say and she stuck up for me and that meant like so much for me because she just kind of just knew what to say and she just knew how I felt right. even if she couldn't relate she just knew me enough and cared about me enough to understand you know what I mean and I, get that. I didn't have anyone like that around me for all but her so mm. stop I know I'm looking at you like oh that's cute though yeah stop <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> 
That's really cute, man. Anyways, who was like your biggest? I'm sorry, I just keep like that. All right, go ahead. My bad. It's no, it's what was or who was your biggest influence? Probably my grandma. Of course. (laughs) Besides Mary. Besides her, like a big, big influence. Um, No, you're good. A big influence. I feel like your dad influenced you more than you let on. No, he definitely did. But that influence came, I feel like my dad's influence came more when I got older. So it was kind of weird. You'd be like a daddy's boy. I wasn't I wasn't that, but I always had my dad. We was always close, but we got closer as I got older. And yeah, he influenced me a lot when, when we were talking about, you know, women. He gave me a lot of game on women. Um, that's probably like... And that's a big part of your life right now, so... No, nah, for sure. It's always a big part of life, right? Sure. Situations, relationships, things of Multiple? that nature. Multiple? No. Multiple what? Friends? Situations. Oh, you're talking about, are you throwing shade right now? Or that's the just... truth. Oh, so shade. No, Bet. it's so... not shade. <laughs> <laughs> Bet. So he was, um, he was a big influence on me. He actually, because I always wanted to, actually, as a kid, I'll take that back. As a kid, I always wanted to be like him. Like with basketball, like I always wanted to be that guy. I always wanted to. I never, so I never wanted to make anybody upset, but like when my dad, I never wanted to make him upset because he was never that type of guy that would whoop me, never gave me a whoop. Actually, he did give me a whoop one time. You ever, as a kid, you ever fill your mouth up with water and like play around like he was going to spit on it, spit on anybody? Did you do that? No, well, I, I, I didn't want to choke. Oh, well, I did. And I, <laughs> <laughs> the first time the dude whooped me, bro. I had my mouth full of water and he he was like, he was getting ready to go somewhere. He had just ironed his little fresh linen suit. Like he was about to go crazy. And I was at my grandma, my other grandma's house, his mom. And he kept telling me like, leave me alone. Like, don't play with me. Like for real, go on somewhere. And I was like, Mm-mm-mm. like I kept filling it up. And bro, I don't know. I blame it on my cheeks. I don't know how spit I spit all him? this oh, water on him. Oh, wow. I don't know how my lips just opened. Open wide, spit all this water on him, bro. When I tell you he dragged me up the stairs, this is the first time and the last time I ever got whooped by my dad. Dragged me up the stairs by my arm. He took the belt. Oh, Because my. he played too much. I played way too much. And he told me, he kept saying, this was for about five minutes, like five to 10 minutes. Like, bro, quit playing with me. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> I will swallow it and be like, I'm not going to spit it on you. And I did. I did. And I got dragged. And so. So do you. Well, what's something that you learned from him? Well, see, my dad didn't have a dad. And he actually, he too was really close with his grandma. So I think I learned from him that you can make it happen, like anything happen. Like where my dad came from as a child, like his childhood was so messed up. And where he is now, I feel like he was not a product of his environment. So I feel like what I learned from him is that anything you can make anything happen mm-hmm. for real for real like whatever the circumstances are you can push through and make it happen he's always showed me that for sure he's a finesse king so he yes. showed me he's definitely showed me the finesse but in that fin- in, in finessing like not finessing just people but just trying to finesse the system make it work he's done it so mad shout out to him for real, for real. that's so cute don't do that nah, that's so cute i like <laughs> seeing like father-son relationships because you don't really see that often so yeah. i really like seeing that no nah, that's the thing you really don't and daddy issues are real like i can't even do that today listen. again yeah. because it's just a lot but daddy issues are real yeah. real and one day i do want to dive into it but not today so um 
So do you think that there's anything that we have to unlearn as an adult? Because for me, even though I don't want to like dive deep into this topic, but religion for me, because my mom, I mean, as I got older, she's became a lot less religious, but mm-hmm. my mom was so religious because her mom was a pastor. And so that's really all she knew. And so it kind of put a lot of pressure on me. I understood church and I understood God, but I just couldn't quite understand the kind of relationship I should have with God or how much I should be doing certain things as far as like sinning and like, especially, um, I think a big one was probably like sex before marriage. That was a big thing to her. And, um, I really thought that I wasn't going to. Like, I genuinely thought that. You was going to wait till you was married? I was so serious. Like, honestly, if I hadn't done it with my ex-boyfriend, I probably would have never done it. Because Really? Like, you was you was strong on it. There was no touching, no nothing. Like, I mean, what was I doing? Now, I was doing some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was doing some stuff, but nothing like, well. <laughs> so anyways nah i wasn't really doing that yeah well i wasn't doing that and right. so that was like really really important to me so when i did do that i was like oh my god i like pissed god off whatever for some reason i didn't stop <laughs> but <laughs> that wasn't enough yeah that wasn't enough but it was like at that point when i did do that that like it made me understand that oh my god rihanna like you're your own person you're gonna make mistakes my mom was so hard on me that I felt as if I couldn't make mistakes for real. So when I did make one, I'm like, man, like her, now God, like Jesus, everybody mad at me, like, oh my God. So when I lost my virginity, that was a big part in my life where I was like, okay, from this point on, I need to figure out what kind of person that I wanted to be. That was the first time that I felt as if I was just Brianna. I wasn't Jackie's daughter. Why? Because you made that choice. I made that choice yeah, for myself. For yourself, right. And that, it didn't happen until I left for school. So mm-hmm. that was probably like a big part too, that was on my own. But at that point, I'm like, okay, I have to figure out who I am now. It's about me now. I'm the adult now. I have to figure it out. Right. I have to understand how I love God and how important God is to me. And it's not about my family it's about me so it took a while because that was like what six years ago when that happened right but now i definitely have a better understanding of who god is in my life and the understanding of what kind of person that i want to be yeah because now you're making that connection yeah because like growing up it was every sunday you had to go to church because well for me i had to go to church so my grandma was at the church my mom and them kind of got into church my mom went to church but wasn't consistent mm-hmm. as she is now, but that was a thing. And I, I always think it was like black families. That was like yeah. really like church and yeah. God is really But that wasn't enough for me. Right. I had to just figure it out for myself. You know? I remember getting baptized and not really knowing why I was going to get Bruh. baptized. I got forced to <laughs> hey, get baptized. I got a whole Bible, uh, like a Bible and everything. My name in it, engraved, everything. I almost and drowned. I didn't understand it. No, I didn't almost drown. I did. I didn't know much drown. I didn't hold my breath. I think they held you. I think they had you. Nah, breath. I didn't hold my breath. So <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm going under. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hold my breath, but it's fine. So, yeah. What's something? That you were so deep, bro. Like, is it? Like, no, it was, because that's that's an actual thing. Well, yeah, I just wanted to point out a time where it actually 
like stuck with me. That was yeah. like a big part of my life where I was confused. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And you was really hurt. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I loved my boyfriend. Like, I thought that it was a good idea. But when I did it, I just felt so convicted. And I'm, I definitely understand like why you shouldn't have sex before marriage because that connection. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah. That's a whole other topic again. But <laughs> it's a lot. So, so I, yeah, yeah, I understood. But just hearing, well, no, God said you can't do this. God said you can't do that. And I did something that I really knew that I couldn't get back. Right. So it was like, oh, shit. Like, this is it. Like, ah. So when you say that, like, making, when you talk about, like you kind of lived under your mom's wing. For me, I lived, I think I lived under my, my mom and them wing, but I didn't like making decisions, I didn't do. So now I'm very indecisive. I don't know, you ever peep that? I'm like a, a very, very, very indecisive yeah, person. I, I can never, time. bro, I can never, sometimes I can, I'm getting better at it, but there was times where I never could make decisions because I, not that I didn't care, I just didn't know how because they always made decisions for me. Mm -hmm. So it's going to sound cliche, but like actually making decisions for myself and like growing up, I like have to, I had to grow up. So I think I decided by, not decided, but it kind of happened in college when they were still kind of doing stuff like filling out my FAFSA and stuff. But as far as making decisions like, dang, when am I going to eat? Stuff like that. Like, I don't think you don't think about it then, but that's real. I guess um, I can go back. I can go back to like when I moved out of my mom's house, which was my senior year, and I moved with my dad. That's when I had to make way more decisions because I didn't have my mom to do it for me. I didn't have her filling out my papers. I didn't have her doing nothing like that. So I had to make those decisions by myself, and it was so hard, bro. Uh, see, my mom kind of taught me how to be independent. So. I thought I thought I was taught to be independent, but clearly. It was that was a struggle. No, I think you were coddled a lot, and you're still kind of coddled. Don't say, don't try me, bro. No, you are coddled. Who? You. It's not a bad, <laughs> not, it's not a bad thing. No. no, you have like a big support system. Yeah. So after my dad passed away, all I really had was my mom, right. and so I had to figure stuff out. Like you have like siblings. That was and the stuff thing. Like I never that. really had to figure stuff out. You didn't because have it was to. Always, right. It was always figured out for me. It was just kind of like, okay, do we? You can do this. It wasn't. It wasn't very, very hard. Like I don't want to make it sound like they they didn't let me do anything. Yeah. But I think for me, I didn't want to do anything because I was so used to them making my decisions for me. You had two strong women. Right. That's a lot. Exactly. So I understand. So going to live with my dad, or even like when I would be with my dad, him like allowing me to make those decisions and be like, "Yo, what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "What do you want me to do?" It was like, no. I was I was very robotic. I could say that. Well, you get upset that I'm just so like headstrong yeah because now I'm, I'm i can't getting, help it now i'm in this space where i'm like and i think that's kind of why i'm always some not always sometimes i'm very defensive about things because i just feel like let me make my decision i'm gonna do what i want to do because now i have the chance <laughs> okay and then sometimes never mind but Ooh. i just feel like, <laughs> that's what i'm saying i wish you were more confident in certain things because you got it and i think that that's something maybe you're learning now through your adulthood is that because you're confident with your looks and things like that <laughs> and i just wish you had more confidence and stuff like i don't know but that's the thing the confidence be there it's just like like so i i know i believe in myself it's just i rather i rather somebody do it for me exactly <laughs> but then you hate that i'm so controlling 
Anyways, it's fine. We're going to figure it out. We'll get oh, a, I was like, we're going to go there? We'll get a balance. No, we're not, but okay. we'll get a balance. Well, I think it's important for everyone to kind of think about their childhood and certain things that you may have went through that may affect you today. Yeah. Because as you can see, I got some issues that I didn't know I had until now. It really affects us, though. It does. And we don't think about it. Like, the our actions today kind of reflect off of what we went through when we were kids. It does. It really does. So... I don't know, sometime this week, take some time to think about it and they'll write some notes for real. Oh, yeah, write yeah. some notes and you can share with us if you want to. That would be cool. I'm going to think about it this week too because I think I got some things inside of me that I need to let out. Maybe write about or something. Write it down, jot it down. Jot it down, you feel me? But I enjoyed this conversation. I'm sorry too. for Vincent. You went in. So much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, you make up with Jackie. Right. <laughs> now she tried me. She tried me, <laughs> Jacqueline. But yeah, so we'll just continue to move on. Let's go. Man, send help. Please. Oh, Lord. <laughs> But nah, 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 for real. Send help. Hey guys, so now it's time for Send Help, where you guys can send us stories, scenarios, questions, or anything you feel you need help with. We can try to give you the best advice that we can. We are not experts, but I'm sure we kind of all have some similar experiences, or we can find the right person to help you with your question. So you can follow us on Twitter at MIGronia, and you can DM us and let us know what your story is, or you can email us at sendhelpaigy at gmail.com, or if you know us personally, you can just text us and we'll do it that way. So here it goes. Let's dive in. So I met this guy on Tinder two months ago. He's perfect. He's so nice. He compliments me. He's everything that a girl would want. He pays for my food when we go out and does anything that I want. But I don't feel a connection with him. But he likes me so much. And I feel like I need someone like him. At first, he was ambitious. But now he's, his actions don't match up to his goals. He also told me that he loved me. And that was very uncomfortable because I don't feel the same. <laughs> she doesn't do, feel the same? She doesn't. Um, how do I break up with him when he's so nice? Well, sis, it doesn't even sound like y'all together because if y'all together, then you'll be feeling the same way and you don't feel the same way. And you can't let someone who's just nice be the only option for you. That's okay. Sometimes, you know, I'm not saying that nice guys aren't. No, 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 say it's not, it, no, it's say not about it. nice guys, but it's just that if you don't have a connection with him, you don't have a connection with him. Just because he does nice things doesn't mean he has to be labeled as a nice guy because I've had some guys in my life who does nice things too. And they wouldn't be nice guys? No, that, that, that's just like a given. Like if I'm on a date, then sure, pay for my food. Like if he likes you then he likes you i don't see anything that he's doing that's like oh he's a nice guy right. and you have to be with him you don't have to be with him the fact that we think those are nice though is the issue the bar is on the floor. <laughs> i don't know like especially you you think that just because someone's doing nice things that oh, nice guys don't win nah, no actually, i don't like you nice and guys you do not to... win bro they always finish last but and okay. so for i 
Um, are you gonna break up with him? I don't know if you should break up with him. I think you should have a conversation. You with should him. break up with him if you don't like him. You don't like him. I mean, yes, yeah, she don't like him, so, but they just met two months ago, so it's new. If you don't like him, you don't like him. Like, hey, you listen, you can like bounce. Somebody. She can bounce, but all I'm saying is, last guys finish last. So all the all time no. I say, you know who's finishing last? The person you don't like. That's who's finishing last. <laughs> not because he's nice. Not because he's this. It's because you don't like him. Find out him being nice. And first of all, I feel like nice guys ain't even that nice because the nice guys that doesn't shady shit's not even to me. So, I don't want to hear That was it. a trigger. Okay. I am so. triggered. Relax. Girl, no. You don't got to stay with him. But go ahead. If you don't want him, break up with him. Or well, I don't even like think y'all, yeah, y'all not together. So let's just leave him, leave him on red. But <laughs> <laughs> I do want you to, I do want to point out that it sounds as if you're leaving him on red for him doing all the right things. That's so weird. That's so backwards. That's I feel like we weird. all do that. Like no. Our generation. I swear it's, no, it's like that. No, you can Rewind. do everything somebody Rewind. wants you to she do. She says she doesn't feel a connection with him. Okay. So wait. <laughs> I don't care if you're doing the right things or not. If I don't feel a connection with you, I don't feel one. I and just feel like you feel you could feel that connection when you first start. Like you feel a connection when you texting somebody when they get your number. No, so she probably no. knew in the first couple weeks that there was no connection, and she should have cut but it like off then. Said, but you know so why? But so you know why? Right. But she you know why she didn't. You know why months. she didn't? Why? Because he was doing nice things for her, right? It's not so nice then, things. That's called dating. Like, them figuring out what nah. it is. That's called dating. Nah, let's go to you. Because <laughs> don't act like you haven't had females do nice things for you and you still isn't checking. So, relax. Wait. <laughs> so, like I said, <laughs> just because someone's doing nice things for you doesn't mean you have to accept it. She doesn't feel a connection. She don't. Okay, so I'm telling her to bounce. But what I'm saying, I want to bring to the point that we're bouncing because, okay, you said there was no connection. But let's let's be real. You're bouncing because he just he sounds like he was so nice. Sounds like a prude. That's why we bouncing. Just say that. Cause what? He sounds like a prude. He did. He does all the right things. So there's nothing. There's no type of. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know how many nice guys who are out here putting it down? What you mean? Like that they're not approved. What do you mean? I don't think I meant prudent sex. Um, that's not prude? what I was saying. I'm just saying prude. Like that's boring. Though I don't care. Y'all will not admit it, but the What's whole boring? like the whole like nice guy thing, so doing what, everything so that you, you want. What do you think literally, we want? Then? What do we want? You know what? You know what y'all want. No, I, I thought because like, you feel like feel you like, don't tell me what we want. Then y'all attracted to assholes. Y'all want friction. Like when things are going so smooth, like this sounds as like this situation is going so smooth, no, right? Do you know how bad I want things to go so smooth? You don't. With you don't. Homeboy, you'll you don't. understand. You don't. Yes, I do. You really don't. I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that. I mean, I don't know for her, but I'm just saying if it's not a connection, that's just it. Doesn't have to be some deep thing of like nice guys finishing last or he's approved. Like, Nah, like you can have arguments with nice people. Yeah. So what's but I, do I, you really when somebody what are y'all arguing about if they're doing everything that you want them to do? There's no, no argument. No There's one's nothing. doing everything that you want them to do because clearly she said he got ambition. So no, she said he is. He was ambitious when they first met. Okay, now he's not. It's only been two months. So <laughs> now he's not. So that's something that she wants. She's not getting right and. You just think that women have to just put up with anything just I don't because think they people should put up are anything. doing right things and nice things. Nah, if you ain't feeling then you ain't feeling it. But we can't sit here and act like that guys who you have friction with or are assholes 
that they're not nice people. They're just assholes sometimes. You put it. Okay. Okay, what? Like, okay, like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, got it. No, because you always do that. No, because that is very irritating to me. Why? Because me reading this, it sounds like he, like he said, he loved her. He's doing like all the things that girls say they want. And now that you got it, you don't want it. But now we blaming it. Like you just said, it's, it's more of the connection. No, I think it's more because. So have you, this is the last question because it's not about this, but have you ever had a female uh-huh. who does everything that you want and you still not about to be with them? <laughs> Thanks. So thank you guys for tuning in to episode what, eight. Yes, and eight, baby. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah.